Hi, and welcome into another edition of Music Fanimal here on Fanimal Radio. I'm Tony Lombardi, and our special guest this week is Jamie Bishop. Jamie, welcome into the program. Thanks, Tony. Thanks Good for having me. Good to see you, buddy. You too, man. Now, we got together first when I was on 105.7 with Fan, and, yeah. and that was a, a fun experience. It was very cool. Yep, it's the first time I've done any radio or right. anything like this yeah. in front of a camera. So. so you are from Hartford County. Or you, I am. You live there. Are I live you, there now. You're originally from there? I grew up Baltimore and Hartford County. I went okay. to EVT down in uh, Essex. Right. And then um, when I got married, I bought a house in Abingdon. So that was back in like 97, 96 time frame. Abingdon is weird. <clears throat> and I don't mean it in a disparaging way. It's weird because a lot of places call themselves Abingdon. It seems like it's huge. Yeah. Because it's over like east of Route 40 on right. the water. They call that Abingdon. Yep. I went to see a band play the Fabtastic Four mm -hmm. with Dennis Shockett. Yeah. Up at this place in Abingdon, what's that? The Probably Bushmill. Yes, Bushmill. Yeah, Bushmill, right on Route 7. And when I got out of the car, we Ubered there, right? Okay. And you had a few beers far away. You don't want to be driving, so right. I Uber there. And when I get there, I'm one foot out of the Uber, and I'm saying to the guy, who's going to pick us up out here? <laughs> well, that particular <laughs> spot, it's like you're in no man's land. Right. Just half a mile from... Tons of, tons so then of he people, says, go on your app now and see if there are any cars around. I spread it out for like 15, 20 miles, didn't see a car. Really? I said, I guess we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Yeah. So we're getting ready to leave, and when we leave, as soon as I go on Uber, some girl had dropped off another couple, nice. and we got them like that. Perfect. It was lucky. Yeah, was that's, lucky. that's just a little spot right yeah. there, but great so, bar. But great anyway, place. Hartford County, I, I find it interesting. There's a bunch of you guys that are really fans of each other. You and Dennis, and there's a few other guys that kind of hang out and, and play together. There are. I, I just got into the, to the scene maybe four years ago, and um, very, very grateful at how welcoming everyone was. Right. Um, I just started going to see Dennis once in a while, and he recognized me and, and came over and started talking to me, and, and then uh, that led to meeting a whole bunch of other guys, and you know, it's been cool. It's, it's a lot of fun. We, we mix things up. We play together. Um, Guys show up, pop up, and grab a guitar or bring percussion or right. whatever, and yeah, it's a really good, I good just, community. I just saw on Facebook they, I guess Dennis put it on me. It was Greg Schroeder that they are. You know, you ever heard their new record Four? Yes, it's really good. Oh yeah, I went and saw them at Ramshead. Okay, it blew me away. Yeah, they were really good. Yeah. And so they've been invited to play at the Cavern Club. I just saw him. So another little local hub of of music is uh, Independent. Okay, and they'll have. They'll have somebody playing at 3 o'clock in the afternoon on a Saturday when most of us aren't playing. Right. So you'll run into guys there. And the I, brew I, pub? Yeah. Okay. Um, and I saw Dennis there, and he was telling me. I hadn't seen the post yet, but I was like, so what's new, man? And, you, know, uh, you know, we're going to England. He's playing real cool. I was like, dude, you don't have to play that cool. It's awesome. When they're on that stage and they're actually playing. Now, it's not the same Cavern Club as the original. Yeah, I, I they moved don't. it across the street. They sometimes they knocked it down the original, and they rebuilt this one to make it a, a really true replica of the original. But nice, yeah. But still, they're super talented. Oh, I mean, yeah. getting invited to play in England anywhere. Yeah, that's a that's a pretty good invite. So let's talk about you. Talk about how maybe you're compared to some artists that people are familiar with, famous artists that maybe your voice, your style compares them to you. Sure. Um, well, I love. Dave Matthews Band, it's been my, kind of my go-to, so I think by default, right. it's influenced my playing. Are you going to play Dave of, Matthews today? Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. I'll play one. Okay. Um, but that kind of made me want to learn to play guitar. I'm a drummer playing guitar. So when I was about 20... Like Dave Grohl. Like Dave Grohl. That's, I mean, that would be nice. <laughs> but yes, in that same vein. 
Um, so, you know, around 2021, I bought a guitar and um, just started strumming and figured it out. So you're mentioning to me that your son's going to be a piano teacher. He's working in that direction, yeah. yeah he, he took piano um, from a local teacher up in Bel Air and played in jazz band at, at C. Milton and did different things. And uh, he's kind of trying to figure out his way right now as far as career, what he wants to do. And I said, you know, this would be a great, he's 19, so playing in bars is not quite, it's not quite there yet. Right. And I don't know that I would have wanted to play in a bar when I was 19. Um, but I think he's, he's got his first two students, so we're going to see how it goes, and he's excited about it. He's very talented. So. And you guys have played together at times. We have. He's played with me uh, maybe two or three times. He played percussion. Um, one night I was playing with another piano so player. So he started out as a percussionist as well? No, he's oh, okay. he's piano okay. and trumpet, but he can he can kind of play anything he he wants to, I think. One man but he can play a, a cajon, you know, a little bit of percussion. He can do that. Okay. So he did that a couple times with me. It was really really cool. So when you got into the music business, and you're starting to prepare to play at live venues, mm -hmm. talk about that first experience when you're because you played Five Ten Johnny's a lot, and there's other yeah. places that you play. Yeah. Talk about that first experience when you step there, up there to the mic as a drummer. Now you have a guitar, right? And you're getting ready to go. The lights come on. And it's time. It was a lot of sweating, I'll tell you. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of nervous energy. Um, it's funny because I kind of stumbled into it. You brought up Bushmill. That used to be uh, called Long Shots. And the owner of that place bought another place up the road. And I stopped in there and had lunch one day and started talking to the bartender. And she said, you've never been here before. I said, no. She said, we have live music. I said, oh, cool. Um, you know, who, who books that? I'm just putting together a little acoustic project. At the time, I was playing with two other people. Okay. And... I didn't know if the owner was sitting across the bar. Listening. Listening. I had no idea it was him. Little so I'm eavesdropper. Talking, yeah, just, you know, it was lunchtime, so it wasn't super crowded. Anyway, he walks over. I talked to her for a few minutes. He walks over and says, hey, when do you want to play? And I was like, you never even heard me, man. And he goes, you can't be that bad. And I thought, well, that's quite an endorsement. You know, like, he goes, uh, you know, really, it'll be okay. I said, okay. So then I posted that, that I was going to be playing there, which was like maybe four weeks out. I hadn't played a gig yet. And um, my friends at the Tower, Mario, saw that I posted. He's like, when do you want to play here? I said, I don't know. Like, That's cool. You'll give me a shot. He's like, yeah, how about this Wednesday? So I had like four days to prepare, and it was rough. I mean, it was rough. But I got I'm through. sure the people that were listening didn't think it was rough. I mean, the, my, my, like, my father's a musician, and uh, a couple of them, my buddies were there, and they're so like, you can tell you were nervous. The veins of your family. It, it is. My, my uncle's a music pastor. My grandmother plays piano and sings. Um, my mom sings. My dad's a drummer. So I, I was very fortunate to be, you know, you blessed with that gift. You guys just have a jam session on Christmas or something. I, I keep trying. I keep telling my dad, I'm like, me, you, and, and your grandson should play together. Right. Who gets to do that three generations in one? It. You got to do it. That's what I told him. I said, get just come up, too. come up and play one or two songs. It doesn't have to be a whole, you know, three-hour gig. Hey, do it here. Do it anywhere. It would be awesome. I said, I just want to do it. But, yeah, that, right. would be, that would be great. So have you ever gotten up on stage and you're singing a song and maybe someone requested and... You weren't real familiar with it, and all of a sudden, brain fart on the lyrics. Oh God, yeah, yeah. I'm one, and I'm one of those guys that that keeps the back up there on the right, stand, right? Because even your teleprompter. Yeah, even <laughs> even the songs that I play all the time. Every now and then, I, I you know I won't open them because I know them. I've played them. I don't know how many thousands of times, either at home or out. Right. And uh, 
I start strumming and I get to where it's supposed to kick in and I just go blank. I mean nothing, not even close to a lyric. And somebody will usually pick up one and in the room and, and say like, you know, hey, it's once upon a time, and then I've got it. <laughs> Try to get you going, yeah, and jump going. start you. And they know, because I'll be laughing at myself like, hmm, I'm stuck right now. I can stop playing or I can uh, keep going. But, you know, thankfully that's few, few and far, far between. But the, uh, the lyric botch, that happens. I'm noticing now from watching other guys, it happens a lot more than most people realize. Well, I think anytime you're on a microphone enough times, those things are going to happen. Yeah. I, I know when I've hosted shows on 105.7 The Fan or even here, you start to talk and you lose your train of thought. And what I find myself doing is I keep talking, hoping that the people listening don't really know that I don't know what I'm right. talking about at that moment right. and they get zone, myself back on track. They zone out for just a minute. That's right. all you need. Right. And thankfully, mo most places I'm playing, because I do solo acoustic, it's not like you know, the headlining band and, and the whole place is shut down just there for your show. Right. It's more added. It's kind of like the, the jukebox one, but better. Does that ever bother you? If people aren't really paying attention that much. You know, when I first started playing out, it did. And, and even now, it's funny because some nights you'll be thinking, man, I must be, you know, I must just suck today. Right. <laughs> Sorry, but that's the only thing you're thinking in your head sometimes. And as you're packing up, you'll have 20 or 30 people come up and like, dude, that was awesome. You sounded great tonight. And I mean, you know, they're saying this, not me, about right. myself. But, and I'm thinking, well, man, where have where you been for four hours? Because I'm up here thinking I'm just, you know, dying that this is terrible, but I, as I'm talking to friends and as I go out, I'm usually the one at the table listening to the musician and you know, giving them a little, a little hey man, that, that was good, that was right. good. And everybody else is just happy to see each other and talking, which I am too, but my ear never really leaves that, what they're playing. I'll right. catch up the mistakes, I'll catch the nice little intricacies that they might do. So it's, it doesn't bother me as much as it used to. Right. Have you ever had a, a gig where you said, I was on fire that day. I mean, I really had, you know, when you're in that zone, whether yeah. it's an athlete or a musician, talk show host, you know, you're in the zone sometimes. Yeah, you just you're, know you got one it. of those days where that went really well. Thankfully, yes. Good, yes, good. I have, yeah. It, and again, you know, they, some nights are better than others. Some nights you feel better than others. You might have had a, I have a day job, so you might work more during the day doing something and you're a little more tired or right. something like that, but... Yeah, usually if I'm struggling or I feel like I'm struggling, I like to do medleys where I'll tie songs together. And it kind of gets me in a rhythm of, all right, this is a comfortable song for me. And I'm going to bounce right into another one, no break. Just, just keep that rolling. Nice. Favorite medley? Uh, I close out a lot with, um, I play Sublime's What I Got into Dave Matthews' Every Day into Bad Company Feel Like Making Love. Okay. And then loop that back around and finish out with what I got. Nice. And it kept, you know it crosses enough generations yeah, there musically absolutely. that um, I thought you were going to say closing time because you were wrapping up. Yeah, you know, I've only played that song once. It was for a corporate event. <laughs> okay. I, I was working for the company and we had a competition, and the teams had to do some some type of talent show. And I had just started with the company, and um, you're a ringer. Yeah. Well, I did it. <laughs> they said like we're going to do a talent show, and so I was sitting at home just kind of messing around before I left and when we got there I, I took my guitar anytime I travel I take it and they're like oh you have a guitar I was like yeah actually for the talent show the team I was on said We've, we always come in dead last and I was the new guy and you know nobody knew I played and I was like actually I, I did something you know if you guys want to hear it like maybe it'll 
maybe you'll like it. So I rewrote Closing Time. Okay. And it was about the closing fit. deals. Okay. You know, like it was a sales cool. job. And, uh, and we won. So I was like, holy crap. You know, we went from like dead last. And, and I wasn't playing out then. So it was, again, nerves. I didn't even want to sing in front of the room. Right. But it was cool. Nice. Yeah. So you're going to play a few songs for us today. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be great. So what are you going to start with? Um, I'll start with, uh, maybe I'll do a medley. I'll okay. do some Ben Harper and uh, tie that in with a little Bob Marley and maybe Prince. All right. That's all right. Interesting smash up or mash yeah, well, up. <laughs> yeah, we'll see, we'll see how it goes. All right, so take it away, Jamie Bishop. Cool. Thanks, Jamie. Singing, don't worry about a thing. No 
worry about a thing, no, every little thing gonna be alright. Woke up this morning, rise with the smiling sun. Three little birds were on my doorstep, singing sweet songs, melodies pure and true. Singing, this is my message to you. To be beautiful To turn me on Just need your body, baby From dust to dawn Just leave it all up to me, no And I can show you what it's all about Don't have to be rich to be my girl Don't have to be cool to rule my world Ain't no particular sign more compatible with Just want your extra time in your Got to not talk dirty, mama. If you wanna impress me, you can't be too flirty, mama. I know how to undress me. I wanna be your fantasy. No, you could be mine. I'm 
trouble with Just want your extra time in your kiss Welcome back to Music Fanimal here on Fanimal Radio. Jamie, nice medley. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. Such that you can get treated to when you come out to see this guy play. <laughs> so name some places where you, you know, people can come out and see you play. So I play every other Wednesday night at um, 510 Johnny's. I play every other Thursday night at Della Rosa's in Bel Air. Um, and then I play, I'm fortunate enough to get to play a lot of places from Comrades in Perry Hall, um, Faustin Barrel House. This week, for example, I'm at Faustin Barrel House Thursday night, um, 510 Wednesday night, Humagala's Friday night. And then I get up to um, Havre Grace as well and play Legome and, you know, Tidewater and right. uh, McGregor's. Play Looney's the first Friday of every month in Bel Air for happy hour. So, yeah, I've been very, very fortunate to Got to get you to Perry it. Hall more. I know Conrad's in Perry Hall. But... Yeah, I played, I actually played the night after Christmas at the Perry Hall Looney's. Yeah, that's but, nice. We like that a lot. Yeah, I like it too. It's it's smaller. and yeah. I, I feel uh, you get to connect a little bit more. It's more open because you don't have that big bar dividing both the two sides. Right. Well, yeah, compared to what it was. Right. I, I was comparing it to Looney's in Bel Air, but right. when you're on stage there, it's really cool. It's a very cool room to play. I, I can't even believe I get to do it, but yeah. you're not really close enough to talk to anybody at a table or, or have them you know, joke and yell things at you. You can't hear them. But the one in Perry Hall, you've got those tables right up front, you know, so you can get a little interaction, which right. helps. There was, a, the room. there was a guy I saw recently at Libertories in Perry Hall. Mm-hmm. And they had this band playing, and it was kind of like a band that was a mixture of karaoke and, and playing music. Okay. But there was like this ringer guy there who I've seen him before, name escapes me, but he plays in a band, might be like, not Crushing Day, but Star Crush or something like that. Anyway, okay. he grabs the mic and starts singing. And I said, that guy's good. And everybody said, well, he's in a band, it doesn't count. <laughs> And then I thought back to, I went to see Cheryl Crow play a couple of years ago down in Southern Maryland. And uh, we really, my wife and I enjoy her. Yeah, she's great. And she came out and she talked about karaoke. And she says, I only play, I only did karaoke one time. She said after a couple of shots of tequila, mm-hmm. and somebody in the crowd must have said, well, what song did you do? And she goes, I actually did my own song. The song she did with, <laughs> with Chris um, uh, Kid, Kid Rock. Rock. Yeah, yeah, picture. Yeah. Right. So she's, she did that on karaoke. She goes... I was drunk off my ass, but you know, it was pretty cool. But anyway, you, do you ever do karaoke? I have done karaoke once um, on a cruise. And it was before I started playing out. So again, I was not comfortable singing at all. But nobody on the cruise knew me except my friends. Right. And, um, but I've never done it locally. I like to go and watch it. And you know, to me, it's like, well, I don't want to take anybody else's mic time. Right. It's kind of the same with open mics. I love going to open mics and hearing the, the new up-and-coming or the people who are well-established and just working on new material. But I've, I always feel like you guys do that, you know. If, you're, if you don't get to play, I remember when I didn't get to play out. And so I had a, I wrote a goal list one time, and I'm not, you know, big on anything material, but I wanted to play one happy hour in my life. It was a, one of my goals. And um, so now I kind of feel like well, I'm really, really lucky to get to play multiple multiple times. Well, you've earned it. I, I'd like to think so, but yeah, yeah you know, yeah, I'm, I'm very, very lucky. So did you ever have one of those, you know, the, the Southwest commercials, Need to Get Away? You know... Have you ever had one of those moments when you're playing, you're like, this just isn't going right? <laughs> I've had songs like that. I've had plenty of songs like that where I'm stuck. 
There should be a just, song called Need to Get Away. Really? <laughs> what happens, you practice it at home, and we were talking about this earlier. You're playing in the morning, and your voice is kind of... It's kind of stale, and right. you get you think you have the key in the right the song in the right key. And you get to the gig, and you get into the song. And it's like this is the wrong key, and I'm already in it. I'm, I got to run with it, you know. Right. And it's you can tell it's just not good. But knock on wood, I haven't had it. Had one night. This is, this kind of speaks to the brotherhood thing, um, except it was uh, one of one of the female local artists in Bel Air. Okay, it's playing at Route 24 Ale House, and my guitar shorted out and just started buzzing, and I mean loud buzzing like. Wasn't sure I was going to be able to make it. Threw a post up on Facebook. Hey, if any of my local music peeps are out, I could really use an extra guitar. I walked out without one tonight. And like 15 minutes later, this girl shows up that I'm connected to on Facebook. Her and her husband brought me a guitar. I was like, this is nice. so freaking cool. Then they hung out all night, you know, got drinks and dinner. And it was all in tune and everything, ready to go? Well, I tuned it up. They okay. brought it in. But uh, thankfully, they lived like five or ten minutes from there. And... Um, her dad plays down at the beach, Wes Davis. I don't know if you know him, but her name's Natalie Davis. She's fantastic. Very, very talented. Does she play in Hartford County? Um, a little bit. They go down and play at the beach. Wes lives at the beach. Okay. And uh, so when he comes up here, they play gigs. And her and I have done a couple things together. Hopefully do more. But Nice. Yeah. Her husband plays guitar, so they brought me one of his guitars. I was like, you guys are so freaking cool. I'd never even met him, either one of them. Just knew him from Facebook. It's like, this has got to be one of the coolest things. You were home chilling out. We want some pants and brought me a guitar. That's the good part of social media, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's a definite plus. <laughs> Got an SOS out there <laughs> on social media. Pretty much. Talk about your favorite music movie. I know I love music and I love movies, and sometimes when they come together, it's really good. Sometimes it's not. But any yeah. particular movie come to mind when you think of your favorite music movie? So I just watched Bohemian Rhapsody. Okay. Um, I, hadn't, I didn't go to the theaters and see it. Fantastic I didn't get a performance. Oh, it was unbelievable. And I'm not even a huge... I didn't realize how many songs I loved from Queen, okay. really, until I watched the movie and it kind of, you know, compiled them all together. Right. Um, but it, it was great. I watched it twice, uh, once with my son and once with a friend of mine. But, um, yeah, it was, that was a really good one. That, so that one's fresh. It sticks, you know, right. top of my brain. Have you seen Star is Born yet? The, the more recent one with I did. Bradley Cooper and I did. Gaga? It was real, I, thought, I thought he was, I, I think, I know Lady Gaga is very impressive. I already know she's a phenomenal musician. She really is, yeah. Um, I was shocked by Bradley Cooper. It's not even fair to be that good looking and be, you know, be able to, to play and, and do things like that. But um, it was really good. For me, the, uh, you know, you've seen it and not a spoiler. Alert, I haven't but, seen that yet. No. Oh, you haven't? Okay. So, it, you know, it, the storyline kind of overshadowed the music to me. All said and done. That's all. I'm not going to spoil okay. the movie for okay. you, but the storyline kind of redirected my thought on the movie. Okay. You know, this is going to be any secret to people that watch Music Phantom a lot, that mm -hmm. my favorite movie, music movie, is Hard Day's Night. Oh, there you go. That's Classic. Yeah. Yeah, you can't go wrong. I mean, there's so many. You can't go wrong with that. I like Paul's grandfather. He's really clean. He's <laughs> <It's> very clean. <laughs> Funny stuff. So I did this thing with Drew Forrester. We do this armchair quarterback here on Fanmore Radio. Okay. And Drew had this great idea in the offseason. He wanted to do something. What is the perfect album? And what he meant by perfect album is if, if you had it on a turntable, you drop that needle on that first groove, is there any album that you would play from start to finish without wanting to skip a single song? To him, that was the definition of a perfect album. I had a few. But okay. I'd be interested in if, you, if there are any perfect albums to you. Now, you're going to tell me a Dave Matthews. I, I'm there. not. I was going to give you a little like, <laughs> a asterisk to that. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to exclude Dave because I could listen to any of his albums right. you know, nonstop. Um, 
actually the first album that Third Eye Blind put out had Semi-Charm Life, Graduate, Losing a Whole Year, How's It Gonna Be, just not a bad track on the whole album. And I don't even think they're one of the, they're not, they're not my top 10 favorite bands or anything like that. Uh, I really like them. But that album just resonated with me. I think it came out when I was in high school or shortly after. And there's not a bad track on there. I mean, it's truly, they're not one of the legends. Dennis turned me on to, um, I was a casual Petty fan. And he, I was going through divorce and he said, uh, he said you should listen to Wild, the Wildflowers album. Perfect album. And good God, I mean, that's another one. Yes. But I, that's I, on my list, actually. I listened too. to that for the first time in the last two years. You know, I knew some songs off of it, but I had never listened to the whole album. And the way the music platforms are now, it's, it's not like when you used to buy a CD and right. you, you were front to back in the car and you had all your CDs in there. It's rare now. I still enjoy full albums, but um, I'm usually working on individual songs that I want to learn or that people have requested multiple times. I'm like, I don't know that one. Well, that's pretty much the way the world is now, the digital world. Everybody yeah. has their playlist. They don't listen yep. to albums. And, and I, one of my... Of the list that I put together of perfect albums, Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon was on there. Oh, yeah. And if that were today, that would be a flop, probably, because you got to listen to that from start to finish. Right. Yep. Preferably at night, you know. Yeah, <laughs> like, with headphones. With headphones and chilling out. <laughs> so when you listen to music, what do you listen to? Like, are you a Spotify guy? Or are you a, you know, how do you consume your, your I am. musical interests? So I used to buy maybe, uh, I don't know, three or four CDs a month. So in my mind, that justified a, a premium membership on Spotify. Okay. So I did that, and now that's all I use. It's rare that I do anything else. Um, I really enjoy listening to live albums. It gives me a feel for... I like when a band does something different live than what's on the album. They don't have to completely transform it or be a jam band. But I just like the, the imperfection of it, the moments when you can feel and, and you know, like, ah, they just came together, like they hit the pocket all of them together. You don't get that on studio albums because it's, it's so technical and perfect. Right. But a live album, you hear it. And that, to me, just kind of, you know, it, I can learn a lot more from that kind of album and connect to it. So That's good stuff. So I've got a few more questions, but I want to take a break. Okay. I want you to do another song. All right. And when we come back, I've got some other interesting questions for you. So take it away again one more time, Jamie Bishop. Satisfied, illuminate the nose on their vacancy side. If there's no one beside you when your soul embarks, I'll follow you into the dark. Catholic school, 
vicious as Roman Rome. I got my knuckles bruised by a lady in black. I held my tongue as she told me, son, fear is the heart of love. So I never went back. If heaven and hell decide that they both are satisfied, Illuminate the nose and their vacancy sign. If there's no one beside you when your soul embarks, I'll follow you into the dark. to Calgary The soles of your shoes are all worn down Time for sleep is now It's nothing to cry about Cause we'll hold each other soon The blackest of fruit If heaven and hell decide That they both are satisfied Illuminate the nose and the vacancy sign. If there's no one beside you when your soul embarks, I'll follow you into the dark. I'll follow you into the dark. Welcome back to Music Family here on Family Radio. I'm Tony Lombardi. This is Jamie Bishop, our special guest this week. So, Jamie, I'm going to put you on a spot with a couple of questions, a little okay. f- some fun questions. I want yeah. you to finish these sentences. I wish I had a voice like... Uh, I wish I had a voice... I wish I had the range of... Um, tri- I'm going to say Robert Plant. That would be... Uh, yeah, that would be awesome to have that range. Robert Plant. Yeah. I saw he, I saw him with Cheryl Crow. We talked about her earlier. Oh, this, that's this past summer. Okay, and he picked his spots because he's what like in his well, early seventies. Yeah. I don't mean his current voice. I'm I, I got you. I got you. <laughs> I mean, but, I'd take that too. But yeah, Spike Settles used to do a great job with Robert Plant. I, I, so when I first started seeing Spike, it was probably twenty five years ago. Uh, as did as, you go to the horse? I used to go to the zoo. Okay, in Dundalk, I worked at a steel plant uh, right down the road from Bethlehem Steel. So when I was on second shift, on three to eleven. I'd get out of there at 11 o'clock and pop over to the zoo and catch a set. And I didn't know him. So now that I've gotten to meet him and talk to him a couple of times, in my head I still kind of feel almost a little bit starstruck because I'm like, ah, me and my buddies used to go check this band out yeah. and just be in awe and couldn't meet a nicer guy. When I was in commercial finance, I would have like managers and different you know, officers of the company want to come around and travel with the salespeople. Mm-hmm. So I would always tell them to come in on Tuesday because on Tuesdays, at the horse, that's where Never Never was. And I always wanted to go to the horse because Johnny Tamakis was on drums. Okay. Guy can play. Yeah. And, and so I would take them there, and they would, like, say, oh, my God, they sound better than Led Zeppelin would right now. Pretty much anybody you see Ronnie playing. Zebron was the guitar player at the time. Mm-hmm. He's he would bring the bow out. In, uh, yeah. And I can't think of who was Angelo, on bass. Angelo, Angelo was on, on yep. bass. Yep. 
which I, again, I didn't know any of those guys. I just knew their names yeah. and we'd go sit at the bar and watch them and, and uh, just chill out a little bit after work, but they would blow us away. So Robert Plant, okay. I wish I could play like... I wish I could play like John Mayer. I feel like uh, current modern day, in my mind, he's one of the most versatile. Uh, and you know, a lot of people bring up like the poppy stuff he puts out on the radio. But if you listen to John Mayer trio, uh, when it's just a trio in blues, and I've seen him live, just him and an acoustic, he's unbelievably talented. Outside of the bubblegum pop stuff. Right, you know, right. we to play that stuff too, but... That's all good. The band everyone seems to love, but you don't care for is... This one was... Uh, I don't know, that's kind of a tough one. I'm more genre, like pop country. Pretty much name most of those bands, and I'm not a fan. Um, I don't know if there's one that I really, really don't like. Like, feel strongly that I would say, like... Ugh. I don't like screamo metal kind of... That's not that's my, hard that's to not my to, deal yeah. either. I've, yeah. Maybe if you're at the gym and you need a little extra boost. but you know, Yeah, then I'd put on some Foo Fighters right, or Rage right. or something right. like that. But The no. band many people hate, but you love. Oh, you know, this is, one for me is easy. It's Dave. Uh, and, do you think a lot of people hate Dave Matthews? Oh, God, yeah. Really? Yes, a lot of people. Uh, and I just I know from because I'm, I like them so much that when I bring them up, a lot of people are like, ah, it's jam band. I can't stand him. Or he sounds like Kermit the Frog, or which he kind of does. I don't think those. Does. <laughs> I mean, sometimes you know. He's well, sometimes it sounds like he's eating the microphone. That's true. I mean, yeah. So I don't. Uh, I'd say that's probably my. Dennis, for example, can't stand Dave. <laughs> so if I ever get on stage with Dennis, I always make it a point to transition into a Dave song at some point, just so he's stuck with me for right. a moment. Well, I remember I was talking about some bands. I thought that Starbelly, uh, Dennis's band sounded like you know maybe some influences and <laughs> i mentioned a few and one of them i said was oar he was like uh no yeah exactly <laughs> we don't right like them. i, saw that. Like, I, I saw know the greg that. schroeder likes them but yeah he, he doesn't like whatever he doesn't like them but i saw that interview i was like ah i love dennis so you don't do this full time you have another business talk about that business i do so i started um while my kids were growing up i, I was in corporate and did uh sales and then when my son graduated high school maybe two years ago. Um, shortly after that, I started a home improvement business. I got out of the corporate world, and my kids are grown, and I thought, you know what, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna take a run at doing the things that I love. Nice. And one of them being music, so I didn't play out when my kids were growing up and playing soccer and wrestling and all that good stuff. I didn't wanna miss any of that, so I kinda held off. But, so I started a home improvement company um, doing anything from handyman work to full bathrooms and kitchens, and. I enjoy it. Most days I enjoy it. Some days are like, what the? You know, Is what there a I website? Our, our viewers uh, can... I've got a Facebook page for my business. Okay. Uh, it's Bishop Home Services. And, um, and I've got a website for music. It's jamieonacoustic.com. And that's where my full schedule and you know, a little bio and all that good stuff for right. corporate events, things like that. Any place you're playing this coming St. Patrick's Day, it's a big day for me. I'm not even uh, Irish, but yeah, I, I start celebrating March 1st. I, I'm Everything's with you. green until the 17th, um, 18th. I I'm go with into, you. into detox. <laughs> <laughs> I think everybody does. Yeah. I'm actually off that weekend, so and everybody that I tell it to, they're usually a little bit shocked. But I don't, I don't play real rowdy. I'm not in a full band. I think it would be a lot of fun. I'd love to be in a band and play on St. Patty's right. Day when you've got the whole place rocking out. Solo acoustic. I don't play Irish music. You know, I've got some buddies that are in Irish rock bands 
or Irish acoustic bands, and that's their, you know, they've got five gigs the day of uh, St. Patty's right. Day. They'll start at 8 a.m. and finish it. And we talked about Looney's, and they just slam it up in Bel Air. They yeah. slam it in, uh, what, Maple Lawn? They had the place down yep. by Columbia, yep. and then yep. obviously Perry Perry Hall. Hall. And most of that is live, is full live band. Right. You know, people are going to want to dance. Right. And it's tough to pull that crowd off in... Uh, Unless you're Sean Bolin's, maybe. Yeah, but half. By, and then by, it better by the time be authentic. one o'clock in the afternoon rolls around, people like all the music. Right, yeah. <laughs> it feels happy. like 1 a.m., so they want to dance. You've got to have drums and bass <laughs> right. and the full gig. Right. So. Jamie, it's been a pleasure. Sydney, I appreciate today. it very much, man. Very much. So I'm looking Always forward to your next song. Thank you. So one more time, Jamie Bishop. Thanks for joining us today on Music Fanimal here on Fanimal Radio. Pardon me while I burst Pardon me while I burst Into flame Pardon me while I burst Pardon me, pardon me, pardon me Come in.